Welcome to Was It Good, the podcast where we review movies and TV shows. Today, we are talking about Apple TV's newest TV series, Severance. I'm Ravi, joined by... I'm Michael Lehrman. And I'm Krishna, Ram Gopal. I didn't know we were doing uh, full names. Michael, thank you for joining us. He is our guest as as always. He's usually uh, our podcast producer, but today... Uh, we're throwing him in the, the hot chair. Arjuna is actually now producing because Arjuna decided not to watch Severance because he's too good for I, it. I just I just hadn't had a chance to watch it yet. He's and too good for it. You're, you're, I was going to say he's worse for it, but he's still better than us. I mean, what? he's about to There's he's no about fun. to have he's about to have the best show of 2022 ruined for him. So. Oh my gosh, no kidding. Oh yeah. Should we try to do this spoiler free? I don't know how you could do the show spoiler free. <laughs> impossible. Impossible. Oh my gosh. All I'm going to be thinking about is how good your hair looks, Ravi, and how <laughs> bad my hair looks. I get a haircut next Friday, so just know this is not my preferred hair. <laughs> it's not it's not Michael Lehrman's final form. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't don't assume that I'm like, yeah, my hair looks great. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, it's a good segue into Severance because that's what we're talking about. Yeah. Uh, hair. Mm-hmm. How? Because so I know Christian, you gave me a weird look, but hear me out with what I'm about to dive down real quick. So Severance, just kind of a quick overview recap, you know, elevator pitch, if you will. Basically, the the premise of the show is uh, working is bullshit and sucks, and people hate it. <laughs> so why not come work for this company, Lumen? Right. Mm-hmm. And what we'll do is we will break your brain apart so that when you enter the facility where you work doing whatever that job is, your brain shuts off in a new consciousness, a new memory neuron thingamajiggy forms. And basically the person at work has no idea about the person outside of work and vice versa. The reason I bring up hair is because this is a brand new person in there, we actually see our characters with kind of like various styles of hair, especially like Adam Scott's character between when he's in or when he's an innie doing the work and when he's an Audi outside. So I was wondering about yeah. that. Like I, that's not something I looked for or noticed oddly, but was the hair, his different? hair was definitely more disheveled outside because on the outside world, big spoiler, he's going through a traumatic thing. Yeah. Uh, he's obviously very, very depressed. Depressed individuals usually, you're not as well kept while his individual self inside Lumen is kind of this happy go getter work worker B. He is more put together. His hair is more kind of there. Yeah. So I mean, hair makes sense. Transitions. <laughs> no, it was masterful. <laughs> I'd be curious what Amazing. Krishna thinks about it. Not for any particular reason other than I see him over there. <laughs> and his hello hair or lack of hair uh, i mean i i have a, a a lack of hair uh thanks for pointing that out <laughs> well if you're just listening you can check out this pod on video on youtube at uh youtube.com backslash was it good Boom. so if you want to see what krishna looks like go there <laughs> actually speaking of krishna um you know i just went on about hair how would you I'm not saying that my one-word impression for the show is hair. Oh. <laughs> I'm disappointed. Maybe hairy. But could it be? Yes. 
Harry is my one word. Oh. <laughs> Ooh. Christian, what's Actually, your, that kind of works. <laughs> what's your one word impression of the show? Uh, my one word impression is going to be tease. <laughs> uh, tease because the show, the season, the first season ended on the most cliffhanger situation that it could possibly <laughs> end on. Like, uh, you know, if you were like, if before the episode, the finale, if you were to go in, be like, how could, you know, how, how might this end? They ended literally on the most dramatic situation and then they cut to black and then you're like, at the very end, you're like, I have to wait a year to find out what happened. Potentially um, longer, actually. Poten- potentially longer, exactly. And uh, uh, I also use the word tease because a friend of the podcast, Jared, uh, Jared Quay, uh, we had a little discussion about it. He loves the show, um, but he felt like he was... Uh, taken for a ride he Ooh. felt like he had way more questions at the end of the show versus at the beginning uh and he said uh you know he felt teased and uh i thought that was uh is actually a really a really funny sort of uh way to look at the show um and i think there is some truth to that uh i think i am a little bit more forgiving that jared jared really felt actually like quite upset by this um but uh, yeah, I I can't wait personally. But definitely, definitely teased. Tickled. You should you should ask Jared um, if he like if you should ask him like if he's ever heard of a little anime called Attack on Titan. <laughs> I was wondering, go, about and then that. talk to me about take, being taken for a fucking ride. <laughs> yeah, well, that, I mean, it, it's so it's so funny because uh, uh, Jared. Um, some of the things that we talked about, he said. He got the impression that the second season is going to open up the open up the world, right? Um, uh, and and that 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 sort of idea reminds me so much of Attack on Titan, like um, the the skips, the exponential uh, growth that happens between seasons. And I I sort of feel like that we're going to get that in season two, um, but we'll see. We'll see. Obviously, uh, who knows? God, I, I hope so. And I think that that's a. Mm. You know, like with Attack on Titan uh, and this, I think that's a good strategy for television shows. You make the first season very tight. Right. You get to know the characters. The second season, you open it up a little bit. Third season, a little bit more. You always get the audience. And then you have a fourth season, and you tell your audience, fuck you, we're just never going to end it, and just call it part one, part two, part three, part four. (laughs) What is it about the fourth <laughs> season? Because I thought at first you were talking about Stranger Things, and now you're well, talking so about actually, Attack on Titan. St- Stranger Things, real quick. Stranger Things season four is their final season. And guess what they did? There's a part one, and there's a part it's, two. It's not their final season. It's like Hunger Games. I thought Games. it was there's, their there's final season. There's a fifth season. I think there's oh, a fifth season. It. Yeah. But anyway, part f- season four, they're breaking into two parts. Because I don't know why we do this to our... Uh, so, so I, real quick, actually, the reason like they're breaking that into two parts and Better Call Saul is also sp- splitting their final season into two parts is actually like Emmy considerations. Um, it's so the season can get considered for the Emmys in 2022 and then also in 2023. That is the I biggest, don't like that. That's I the don't biggest, like that it's, it's, it's award chasing. That's the biggest reason that they do it. Hmm. I mean, if uh, if there's something in the story inherently where it makes sense to split it, I'm all for it. But if that's the only reason, I feel I would feel cheated as a viewer. Yeah. Well, personally, do you feel cheated as a viewer then? No, because I'm not a viewer. <laughs> of what? Stranger so, Things or 
Oh, a Better Call Saul. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Stranger yeah. Things. Honestly, I I don't really care. Stranger Things. I don't know. Stranger Things. I have a weird relationship with it. I was like up here for first season, and every subsequent season, I care less and less. Yeah, and less. I think a lot yeah. of because the show's gotten worse and worse. Yeah, I think it's that simple. Yeah. Yeah. It's just it's not as I don't know compelling anymore. Essentially. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'll I still know, watch yeah. it, but and it had some cool stuff. But that's not what we're. I can Yeah, I know. I know we're supposed to be talking <laughs> severance, but I can't even remember. I the just mall remember, scene was pretty I, cool. I just remember season three ending with like a letter, and I remember that I may have teared up a little bit. Oh. That's all I... Re- but I don't remember who the letter was to yeah. or from. I just I, remember a letter. I think it probably had something to do with the cop. Yeah. he was like presumed dead or something. That's but we right. see him now yeah. in the trailer, so it doesn't matter. So now We're that emotional... That emotion is so, kind yeah, of That cliffhanger ending where he just... I've written. Never mind. We won't. We don't have to spoil that very last piece. Oh, for severance. Severance. Yeah. Well, here let's we'll, we'll stay we'll away see. from it then. But what's your one word impression? My one people? word impression, uh, actually, is hmm. Is hmm? No, no, no. That's I, good, I had I mean, one. That is, that's a good one. <laughs> I had one, but another one definitely sum up the season with. Hmm. <laughs> no, actually, my one word impression that came to mind when uh, this section came up was masterful. Um, I think that the world, the show itself, and um, the way it was written is just all very masterfully crafted. Like, um, as much mystery as there is, as many questions as there are, it also gives... It, it, has a confidence about it in its design and um, mise en scène, for lack of a better term, I guess. Oh, we're using fancy words now. <laughs> um, no, but... Let like, me get my thesaurus out and then my dictionary. <laughs> same thing. Um, but, yeah. Um, Is it? No. I mean, kind of. It's... What I meant is the storytelling <laughs> through set design gotcha. and visuals right. is uh, it 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 may not answer anything, but I think it, it shows a confidence that the show has in that we know what we're doing, even though you don't. And so I think based on this season, the way it ended, the way that finale was structured and the way they built that suspense and all of that, and then everything just ended on the perfect cliffhanger for everybody. Just think to get that whole season to culminate to that was masterful. I I mean just to just to piggyback off of that a little bit. Yeah, never once during this whole first season did I feel that the creators and the writers and the actors didn't know what they were doing. I think I think uh, another word maybe is like command. I think uh, the creators have uh, a great command of the material they're dealing with because, you know, like some shows, they sort of like go all over the place and, um, you know, you're not sure that they're, sh- that they're sure that they know what they're doing all Halo. the time. Never. Yeah. <laughs> that's a great, that's a great example. It's a very good example. Never once, never once did I feel like they didn't know what they were doing and uh, every single scene felt very intentional. That's why, it's not a show that you can just throw on, right, and um, not pay attention. You have to pay attention. Speaking you know what, of so. command, uh, I just want to say, shout out to all of you guys. You've created the greatest one-word impression sentence we've ever had. It is Harry Masterful Tease. 
That's <laughs> such a good one. <laughs> Amazing. God. Thank you. Thank you. I actually kind of also want to add to mine, though. Balls. Mm. <laughs> and I'll say that. Harry balls? No, well, so I, hairy mostly balls, like, um, I want to say balls, not for the show as a whole, but like to Ben Stiller, the writers, they had some real balls with that ending because when they kind of planned everything out, I think it was Hollywood Reporter's article that I read said this, that Ben Stiller had said that they didn't know a season two was 100% greenlit. Oh, gee, many So they went into it knowing that that could be it. That could just end with that ending. And, you know, us as the audience, sorry. Well, I think that's genius and brave. Very brave. Because in this world of digital streaming, right? Like if they don't give you a second season and you end with that, and your fans love it. Yeah, they're gonna riot. Yeah, we've seen and you're that gonna before, get a second like, season. Wh- Family Guy. Family. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> Futurama. Futurama is a, is a good example of that. Um, there was a Netflix show. A uh, uh, did the OA get a third? No, it got. It ended after the second season. But they, um, I thought they did that to get Ma- the second Manifest season. is another one that was an Oof. NBC show that then got picked up by Netflix that ended. Um, officially ended with, I think, like the fourth season or the third season, but there is a final season coming that Netflix is producing Will because you watch the fans, it? most likely, even though that show is really not a show that I think <laughs> I should personally be watching. <laughs> it's very, there's a lot of religious like tones to that thing that are just creepy and just not. Tones, yeah. Tones we'll like tones. a big, thick filter over. Yeah, it. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Anyway, but yeah, I. Uh, so yeah, balls to Ben Stiller. Balls to Ben too. Stiller. Well, I was going to say what's interesting. I think is you know I reading a little bit about it and maybe in the Hollywood Reporter as well uh, was that the writer uh, Dan Erickson, I believe it is. Uh, this is a his first script, but or not script, but his first. Sold script, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, wow. I'm sure he dabbled around in it yeah. before. It's yeah. hard to know. I but don't think anyone in Hollywood. Here's my first script. Here's my first draft. I mean, sold. Some dollars. people will tell you that the yeah. Uh, yeah. Sicario guy, supposedly Sicario, was his very first, first script. script. He was ever. an actor, and he was like, "Well, I can do this." So he wrote Sicario, <laughs> and I'm like, "Okay, wow, Fuck you buddy." <laughs> tell, tell me you're jealous. Uh, but yeah, no, he's gone on to ra- write some of my other favorite stuff. But anyway, that's neither here nor there. Um, but anyway, what I was going to get at is that Ben, he came with, basically this was a movie originally. And then Ben, uh, ben Stiller picked it up, wanted him to turn it into a show. He liked the idea. He feels there's a lot in this world to talk about. So I think to Krishna's point about it, opening it up, and as we kind of learned from the father, uh, Mr. Egan, um, Helly's dad, um, that twist, by the way, real quick, did, I mean, Krishna called it. Yeah. Krishna called it. I didn't think it was legitimately going to happen that way, but going back and remembering certain things where like this, any, um, want, you know, you, you know, try to, 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 to terminate and to quit, um, you know, the whole suicide thing, everything. And the fact that like, she just could not leave, um, it makes sense now why, based on her status as an Audi, why she could never leave, really, which is yeah. horrific. And it, it's insane because you've got this rebellious individual who is the innie that wants to be out, that sees the, you know, the, the, 
the, the scary shit and the, the wacky, weird stuff that's happening on the inside. And then the Audi is the person putting... The, it's so weird because... And like, then the question is, who's the who's, real person, right? Because right? right. the innie has no history of nurture versus right. nature. So that's an interesting mm. thought well, experiment. Well, I, I guess the problem, though, is oh, we yeah. don't true... I mean, we don't... This is obviously science fiction to a degree. Oh, it's not real. I hope so. Spoiler. <laughs> but I guess we don't really know how the tech works. Like it was in the first episode, we see it through um, Heli, right? Yeah. In terms of her first waking up. Um, the I guess the closest real world example would be like a person that um, loses their memory, right? They, short, yeah, long-term memory. Short, or like, yeah, typically it's like long-term memory. They don't immediately forget things like how to speak and have proper motor functions right so this device that goes in the brain is doing like i would assume something similar i have theories well we're would all you, about yeah theories. well my theory is i mean it's creating a pocket person not necessarily severing like a we think of it as like a divide but a, i think it's a pocket because like when they take Petey, they're like that's Petey, and she's like that's Petey. right and i think that they are creating the elements of the person without the memories and putting a copy of them into the chip and that chip activates and that is the, what's in the chip is what is working. So it's like a parasite then. Yeah. A little bit like a parasite. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, it might. Yeah. I think a parasite is a fantastic way to, I hadn't thought of it that way, but I think that's exactly how it probably will pan out because as we learn, the Egan's want one in everybody. And if they have one in everybody, they have a little pocket person that they have complete control over. And they, like could, the, they could control the person that way. And, right. and, and I think my original theory was that that severed any eventually becomes the holy or the Audi. Yeah. Holy. The holy. That's interesting like the, like in the, holy. the cultish the holy, yeah. aspect of it. But. Uh, Christian, do you have any theories on how the tech works? Uh, not really. I mean, yeah, we see the, we see the chip getting implanted into the brain. Um, I think, I think, I think you're absolutely right. Right. Like, uh, we've had like what a week or two to think about it. And, um, and we already know, right. That the brain has a bunch of different regions that all do different things. Uh, and some people, when they suffer like, you know, traumatic head injuries, whole personalities can change. Right. Mm -hmm. So, that I think um, the show's come out at a perfect time because everything that we've seen uh, is believable by the science. Um, like I, I, I assume if this if a show like this had come out, let's say twenty or thirty years ago, it might not be as believable because we didn't know as much about the brain then. Uh, which is and that's kind of an interesting thing to think about, like how um, the science, the science, the the current science actually allows the science fiction to be more believable. I think that's a really interesting um, thing. Yeah. Well, I think on Situation. top of that, it's also an interesting that we get to explore the ideas of self and what is self in ways that we didn't before. So is this show... 100%. This kind of just popped in my head as Christian, you were talking, like the show has that science fiction element of severing a person, there's an indie, there's an Audi. You know, the show though is very kind of built upon a workplace a cult mindset is the show more about workplace cultness or is it more about the sci-fi elements that I, are presented to i think the first season is about the cult 
okay. and the workplace. And I think that's our introduction. But I think what, to Krishna's point about the world expanding <clears throat> and what we learned from Egan is that they want to sever chip in everybody. And I think ultimately that is what you start, at least for me anyway, start to think about in episode six or seven, like when we start to see the goats and the like the woman getting pregnant and, and giving birth while severed and then not remembering his sister. Like obviously, and, and that turns out to be the congressman's wife. Um, Which, I, real quick, can someone explain to me why I guess it's hard for we're, we're three men, so we can't answer this question. But I like, hear birthing it's children painful, is painful, but like there supposedly. are pre- there are procedures, right, to like give you drugs and not feel that pain and all yeah, that fun. Yeah, like, but I, I guess think why would you like how horrific would that be if your only memories are you wake up, you're pregnant, and then you wake up again, then you're pregnant again, yeah, and then you just kind of repeat that for however many. Exactly. Mm. That's that's horrifying. For that, that person, inhumane. but for the Audi, that's right. amazing. And so that's it's just so I think it, fucking weird. It is. It and it shows like the selfishness of like so here, I hate culture, I so. hate working out and like using a treadmill and going to the gym. <laughs> yeah, you could have a workout person. But again, that me. feels their entire life their entire is life. just on a treadmill. Yeah, like that's but isn't your entire life basically a treadmill? <laughs> Ooh, ouch! <laughs> I mean, all of our lives, not just sure. Yours. I get that, yeah, but like yeah. that is that race. that right there. I think I just created my own living personal hell. Yeah, which is you every waking moment you're on a fucking treadmill. <laughs> well, yeah, and I think or worse, worse, you're in a Peloton class and you have fucking I've happy go lucky butt fuck man being like you can do it <laughs> i don't want to yeah uh but i will say though that the the creator has said that to him the show is about mark becoming whole okay. so about a person who would choose to do this to himself why would he choose to do it to himself and the story he wants to tell however they go about it is uh this person becoming a whole person again does so. that so do you do you do you think then if that if that's what we know the story's about, before he becomes whole, do we think he's going to get split up a little bit more? Potentially, I mean, it's the the opening credits. I don't know how much we should look into those, but there are a lot of Mark Scouts, Mark S's, yes. and it it's a good question. And I I have wondered whether or not. So part of my theory of the the chip being like a pocket person is multiple chips in the head. Is well, not multiple chips in the head, but they can. Basically, they're Scientology and Google mixed into one, where when you get severed, they get to collect all your thoughts and dreams and wishes, and then they get to decide what they make for you. And then they control by, by MDR. So when you're micro data refining, you're refining out all those bad qualities about yourself, the, the, the four tempers, and you're cleaning your, con- your subconscious of all of that, those thetans, as the Scientologists would put it, um and uh making yourself a better wholer person and you, that's oh. i think what the chip is for and then yeah. i think they use all that data to then and this is one of my more tinfoily hat theories is that that downstairs basement right. is where they've got androids that they're filling with consciousness of people Wait, and that so his wife is not actually alive she's an android she's an android and that's why she went down that's why right? she went Did, down yeah, she went, she, and I think world, Irving is yeah, too. In the real world, Irving she's dead. has been there. 
So I want to oh. know more about what Irving's deal is because he is a he's got all that trunk stuff with names of severed people. So he's right. tracking severed people, but he's also like rage painting that downstairs door. Why? Um, the writer has said that the goo is representative of the real world always making its way in, no matter what, sort of an Ian Malcolm, like makes life finds a way right. type of thing. Yep. Um, so I, I don't, I guess I don't, I, you know, I, I think that it's meant to be the paint, but what it, what it symbolizes beyond that, I don't know, but it is weird that he's looking for. So this has stuff. got then like Westworld elements yeah. in it as well, where remember in Westworld, they were collecting the guests emotions and brainwaves and whatever so that they could make. And that's a big deal now with real, Google cookies, yeah. the European yeah. union talking Data about mining. getting rid of cookies. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there's also, Absolutely. I mean, yeah, Dan, I, I mean, John Oliver did his whole piece last week. Um, data brokers. D- with the data brokers and, and all that fun stuff. So, so, so yeah, I mean, Lumen is a biotech company yeah. and it, it seems unlikely that a, a company with the moral compass ab- uh, available to create a severance chip wouldn't also be collecting data to use in their biotech. That's horrifying. Yeah. All right, here's a bigger yeah. question, though. Would you do, like, would you sever for work? I feel, no. go ahead. That was, a quick, that was a quick yeah. note, Christian. Why no? No, I mean, I, I think the show does a great job of showing you what the consequences <laughs> would actually be. But they kind of have fun. And also, I do, I also, personally, I do think that uh, life is meant to be experienced, the good and the bad. If you're experiencing only the good without the bad, life loses its meaning. Life inherently becomes meaningless if you don't have the bad or the things that you don't like. So, so severing yourself would defeat the whole purpose of living, in my opinion. It's, that's it, why I wouldn't do it. It's interesting you yeah. say that, and then you look at like Mark, for instance, and it's like that's what totally. he tried to do, and that's what yeah. you would think he would do. But if you look at it, it's the other way around. Hmm. Like, oh, where the any wants to come out? Yeah, in a way, like. Well, I guess maybe not. Maybe I'm thinking of it backwards. But I was thinking about how terrible the Audi's life actually is. Right. Like he's mm-hmm. worse for it right. than um, than the innie who, though he's trapped in that situation, is like you said. Oh, I see what you're saying. So lucky. you would think in his situation, in order to kind of get away from his grief, you would want to be awake and distracted, you know, like working essentially. Why what he's doing is he's just basically... His whole life Living is waking up in, yeah. 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 in grief. In grief 24-7. He's switched yeah. it on himself. Yeah. That, yeah. yeah, why would... Oh. Okay. That's he, just got like the, the he got tricked. He got by the marketing. Yeah, in a the, way. The yeah. Lumen marketing. Because, yeah, yeah you think of birth. I mean, we, may, we probably don't need to talk about it. But I, I think people also really... In, like, that moment is special. So you're not only cutting out the pain, you're right. cutting out something special. special. Yeah. So... Mm-hmm. What, uh, yeah. where do you think, and then Christian, you, you start with this one. Where do you think being severed would be a good thing if that even exists? Huh. Well, where? Oh, man, I'd have to think about that. Um, uh, okay, so this isn't a personal thing, right? But like, let's say the government needs a bunch of assassins and you need perfect soldiers. Uh, having severed, having severed people would be 
a perfect, a perfect uh, solution uh, for that, having uh, soldiers who will carry out your orders without question. And, good um, soldiers they follow have, orders. Yeah, good oh soldiers follow gosh. orders, exactly. Well, but, I mean, I that's mean, basically what they do in Halo, right? There's a Halo... Well, I mean, Halo, the series... Oh, that's exactly what they really did. They, they put they, those they chips they, in a harder to get to place. Yeah, the emotion <laughs> chips. Um, there's that, but there's also a Black Mirror episode too, where they do something similar to like military soldiers, where they, yeah, basically wipe their memories when they're on the battlefield, mm. uh, so yeah. that yeah, there is. So a I'm just better thing or whatever. Yeah. So I'm saying like, uh, so in that situation, it's good for the governments and the military commanders. That's not necessarily a good thing, but that's who it would be good for. I was going to say, you erase (laughs) all that like history with humanity and you just have yourself a thoughtless, unemotional killing machine. Exactly. I was going to say Congress. (laughs) Like if you get elected to Congress, what if you just severed and became completely empty? Yeah, because then then you are just, then you are doing politics through the lens of like facts. A baby. and, and, And actually... To take a step further, there would be no necessary like political gain. Lobbying. Because, yeah, you wouldn't know, right? You wouldn't know like what's going to benefit you or not benefit you and on you the outside. You know, <laughs> and you wouldn't true. come out with like, yeah, memories of. Like, oh man, I think who knows sh- what you could do? But who's controlling the severing? Who's allowing what in? Like, no, 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 it no, becomes I'm, dangerous. We're jumping on that. Yeah. We're just going to start. We're going to figure out and make this technology real. Yeah. And then, if you want to be a politician, but from Ravi. like local government all the way up to like federal. You have to all be separate. Oh, speaking of but, police. Go ahead, Krishna. Go ahead. I, I, I was just going to say, yeah, I was just going to say, uh, that's exactly what AI would be for, right? That's the, the exact same situation for in that case, right? With like right. Congress and stuff. That would be like what you use AI for. Same exact situation. Who's controlling the AI um, and all the rest of it. Who's programming the AI. It's the same exact yeah. situation. Machines. Yeah. Build a machine to build a machine. That doesn't go wrong ever. In the Matrix. Did no. you but, uh, Raised by Wolves uh, uh, season two? I haven't seen that yet. I need to finish it. Uh, that's another one where, yeah, the, well, machines controlling machines, controlling uh, the people and yeah. all that weird stuff. I'm, yeah, I have a guess that Saul's probably some sort of AI. Anyway, um, oh, shit. I had a, oh, this, oh, I thought it was interesting. So, Jared, if you're watching, I think we got a little more information in that episode than we think we did for instance we know the severance chips were invented in heli's lifetime Mm -hmm. so they're not all that old egan's haven't been using them for their entire empire it's only been this way yeah heli's the first heli's the first of the egan's to use it but they've yeah she she was around for the early invention which i think was interesting um we also learned a couple of other things that I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly we learned them though. Yeah. No, we did. We yeah. just didn't retain them like all the other things I've learned. Why would, so obviously we follow the three, we follow three of the four, right? Uh, with their Audis, you know, uh, Adam Scott's character, Heli, and then um, Irving. Irving. And Irving, obviously on the outside, he wants to find his, <laughs> you know, Christopher Walken. You want to find Christopher Walken, who he Bert. discovers is happily with someone. Burton Irving. Um, but Bert. yet he decides to run up to the door. Yeah. Did that feel, like that was the only one that felt kind of 
a little strange to me and just kind of too too far. Well, felt a little unrealistic because why would you first love? Oh, I, yeah. I, yeah, I mean, that's, that's, yeah. that's, that's true. very true. Holding yeah, Irving, the radio over, yeah. like he's that a teenager for yeah. the most part. That makes sense. I think, it, yeah, I, I agree it could, but in the context of like, oh, this is the first real, like all he's known is work, 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 sleep, 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 and then he falls in love. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay. When you put it that way, it, it's better. I'm really yeah. curious where we're going to find these people next season because it's right very possible... <laughs> Oh man, wouldn't that be crazy if they? Oh, and then the. <laughs> so okay, so first, yeah, all of them could be dead at the start beginning, of the next at season. the start of the next season. I don't think Helly would. Oh be Oh my dead. god, Helly would be um, no, but dead as in Bert's dead, right? Like as soon as they don't go back into the office, they're dead. Right. So I would imagine that next season we're gonna have Helly start as an Egan and not be Helly, and that they may have to find a way to bring Heli out of the Egan woman mm. as a sort of rescue. Uh, I don't know. Anyway, um, that to me is uh, of all the things is like, they all did something that is, I mean, like very obviously they could, I mean, why, who knows? And, and what uh, a harmony said, right? Like if, if, if Heli goes out there and exposes it, she'll make sure her teammates all remain suffer. inside yeah. and suffer. And suffer, yeah. But so. she but that's the thing though, she's no longer a part of Lumen, right? She was let go at the start <sighs> at the end of the previous episode. But she clearly though still has like loyalty. Oh I know. To but that. she's a but that I think goes along the lines of like how fanatical people of this company are even though she was fired she's still willing to like go and be well, involved well and what she did to her house yeah. but go ahead Christian I think I know what you're yeah. saying yeah no I was just gonna say I think Michael is to like Michael's point earlier right Milichek and um, Coble Coble Harmony uh they are the same person, it seems, um, on the inside and the outside, right? Right. And the idea that the inside just became the whole person, I think, holds up a lot because – so if that's the case, if all she knows is that life, she wouldn't give it up because that's all she knows, right? If that's the any, the lumen any is now the whole person. Um, they that, reward that, her – oh, sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, I was just going to say that's like that is her whole life, so she wouldn't – she wouldn't. Sounds she like, can't give it up. Sounds like a know? person that takes their job way too seriously. <laughs> but I mean, yeah. I think that's like the, if, you, the, if I'm like go for my job, I'm not gonna rush back to the corporate office. Like, fuck <laughs> you. <laughs> yeah, but you're not severed. <laughs> that I'm aware well, of. You? Right. Well, I, well, and I think <laughs> yeah. that's the interesting thing about Milchek and and Koble uh, from the writer's perspective is I do think that they are innies that have been rewarded with an outside life. Like basically, you have worked so well that now you just get to be. The Audi, and Which and maybe they, they have the Audi. Audis that are now trapped in in their own heads. Like, was she? Did she used to be a nurse? Is that how she knows all about the stuff that she oh, does and all yeah. of that stuff? But the writer also says that everybody is severed, no matter whether or not they're severed. That that it's interesting. Who's, Wait, like, who's everyone that goes to Lumen is severed? Well, everybody has a way of severing in that even we technically do yeah. in the real world. But that gotcha. like Harmony Coble is not is is Miss Zelvig in the outside world, even though she's not 
technically severed. Yeah. She is still two different people yeah. inside and outside. And then Milchik, we don't ever see outside of work. And they he has stated that that's on purpose, that he really likes this idea of some people, you have no idea what they're like outside of the interaction. Well, we have that seen have Milchik outside when he was in the closet with... Um, well, right. I'm not saying we haven't seen him outside like, oh, is he severed or not? But we don't know what he's like when he's not at work. work. Gotcha. Yeah. When he's not in his uniform. Yeah. When yeah. he's not in his... Like, is he a cool guy? Is he like... What's his deal? He's a... Uh, He's a kindergarten he's teacher. He's like, mm. <laughs> oh, and I could kind see of, it. yeah. He's yeah. like middle yeah. management to a T in a way. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. I mean, that's that's yeah. who he is. Uh, if you had to pick one thing out of the entire show that you would say is kind of the best part and was the hook that pulled you in, what would you say that that piece would be? Oh man, fuck. I'm gonna go first because uh, I don't yeah. want either of you to steal it. Okay, go, do it. <laughs> do yeah, it. Yeah, I'm do curious. It. Uh, I'm gonna go with cinematography. Okay, good. Uh, cinematography is what definitely pulled me in because it it was because you are doing this indie in this Audi world, you had to create two distinct film styles, and they did that right. If, when we're when we're in Lumen, it is very kind of symmetrical, very kind of um, I don't want to say like 1970s. Uh, filmmaking, like office-style filmmaking. Huh? It's mid-century. Yeah. Yeah. And then when we're on the outside, it's more kind of modern. Um, I call it more like modern industrial gloom. <laughs> Where you've got more like, you know, crooked angles. Um, you've got more tracking type shots, that type of stuff. Yeah. Um, so Something- that for me is what definitely pulled me in. That makes sense. And something I didn't realize until I read about it after the finale is that the entire show the camera's on sticks until the finale and then they move it. That makes sense. So, wow. Um, yeah, I, I, I didn't realize that, but, oh, and, and then going on that same note, going back to what you said about planning and command, they shot the season block, which means that a day could have been episode nine, one, like they had the whole season written before they started shooting. Oh, thank God. Ballsy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, that's that's how it should be done, in my opinion. <laughs> but also, I think that also probably helps, like, the actors as well, right? Mm-hmm. So if, if it's like, hey, day 10, we are shooting from start to end. We're shooting all day any scenes. Then you're stuck as that character, right? Yeah. As opposed to coming back and forth. So it also probably helps the actor mentally separate. Today, mm. I am any, you know... Um, Mark or, Mark or whoever, and today I'm Audi, as opposed to, all right, morning, we're going to do the um, exterior shots walking the park. Uh, afternoon, you're going to be any Mark uh, during the hallway chasing. So, yeah, that, I mean, that's a, yeah, I mean, that, for, that's smart in terms of making this for sure. And I think it also helps with being able to, you know, give hints and clues and yeah. give that confidence. I think the one time it doesn't help, maybe the actors are like at his sister's house where they would be filming the finale where there are innies on the outside while also filming some scenes where there are outies in the house. I mean, I'm sure they broke it up in a way Probably. that was helpful. Yeah, that means they're all professionals. Uh, Christian, what was your favorite thing that pulled you in? Yeah, it's going to sound weird. Um, it was anytime MDR was walking through the hallway, uh, either, either separately or together. They each had like such a distinct walk. Um, I know that sounds so weird. It's awesome. But, uh, 
it also pairs though with the cinematography of it. Like those hallway shots um, uh, stick out to me so much because they establish the work that their working environment like perfectly. And then, um, you know, I just like Mark's walk on the in, like on the inside versus the outside is very different. Um, obviously, we don't get to see the other three members on the outside too much, like how they walk. But Heli's walk on the inside, for some reason, always stood out. I was like, it's like it might be the most distinct walk I've ever seen to me. I'm like the way that she is that like because she was in heels. Oh, uh, maybe. Yeah, I think huh. it was, it's the whole thing. It's like the way she moves her shoulders, just the way she walked uh, from the first time you see her in the hallway. Um, it was just very commanding and maybe like subconsciously that's what helped me be like, oh, she's someone really important. And, you know, when that scene happened in, uh, in, 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 when they're in the museum and she's standing opposite the mannequin of the female Kier or whatever. And I was like, oh, I think she's related somehow. And I think part of it is just the way she carried herself, even on the inside. And it was that walk, something about that walk. I was just like, it's so distinct. Wow, and then when they're like mo- when they're walking down the hallway like as a gang as well, I love that. <laughs> I don't know <laughs> no, that like, gave oh. me Office Space vibes. Oh yeah, 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 yeah sure. Office Space, all those. Yeah, it was great. I love it. Yeah, I did think when I initially saw the trailer for this, I was like, "Oh, cool, we're getting like a more updated Office Space." <laughs> I'm yeah. like, like, think, nope, yeah, <laughs> not even close. <laughs> I did kind of, yeah. I was like, "Oh, Adam Scott, yeah, that'll be <laughs> like be, yeah, Parks ben, and Rec yeah, meets still, Office oh, this, Space. This will be fun." <laughs> Although no. I, it's so it's so funny you say that because um, the other thing that really drew me in was Adam Scott. Yeah, I was like, the only other two things I really seen him in first was Step Brothers, right? As um. Douchebag brother. As douche, yeah, yeah, yep. the douchebag. And he's hilarious. He's very, he's a very specific character in that. And then Parks and Rec, mm-hmm. where he plays, you know, this administrative, like, boss, you know, guy. So just seeing, and then this is, like, the third big thing that I've seen him in. So just seeing him in all these three very different roles, uh, but there are still, like, parallels. Uh, he, he's a great, he's a great actor. Uh, have, a big fan. Have you guys, either of you, seen Party Down? No. It was a star no. show he was in where he plays an actor who's a catering, works at a catering. It was hilarious. He's, he's also yeah, hilarious in that. Another character worth watching. He's also in uh, mm, the, the new nice. remake that they, or not remake, but reboot of the Twilight Zone. He's in a, oh. an episode in there as well. Um, oh, cool. Yeah, he's a, oh, nice. he's, a, he's a big old nerd. He actually, was it him and somebody else that recut Star Wars? Oh, no, that was uh, Topher Grace, I believe. You can see why I got confused there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I, I don't see it. I don't see it at all. How Person with brown hair. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, that makes sense. I get them all confused uh, all the time anyway. Big old nerds, that's why. Yeah. Let me, what did what drew you into this show? What drew me into this show? Um, yeah. The constant ads from Apple. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah, uh, a need to consume all things Apple. Uh, no. Um, I mean, I think it was the... The Ben, the fact that it was Ben Stiller and Adam Scott was what got me there. Um, not knowing what it was mm. and thinking about it, but I think once I got it, what really sold me was probably a combination of like the cinematography and all of that. But the thing that sticks out to me is the board on the intercom, mm. and just the way that that was presented. I was like. I need to know who's on the other end of that intercom and I will watch until I find out. So are we convinced <laughs> it's reptile people, aliens, 
or there is no board. I think there's, I don't know. I almost think there's no boards. Same. I mean, I think Harmony, or not Harmony, but the the woman, gosh, I can't remember her name. Uh, the one that speaks for the board. Speaks for the board that you just love to hate so much, or at least I do, because, but anyway, I don't, I almost <laughs> wonder if she's, actually, I have a, I have a thought on who the board is. I think they're not human. So I, I don't think that they're not human. I think what's happening here, because when you have a board, typically, that means the company is publicly traded, right? That means you have a CEO, et cetera, et cetera. We know that there's this family, the... Egan's. Um, Egan's, right? I don't think the company is necessarily... I think it is publicly traded. It is something that senators are involved in. It's political connections there but i think the board doesn't exist and it is the um family that is controlling everything top down and what they did was when they made their board or went public trade or whatever they severed their board quite literally what or yeah or the board is just a bunch of chips in a computer that yeah or that i think they're alive somehow i think that's probably some sort of lovecraftian type entity on the other end wow. that is controlling the egans and giving them knowledge to make this stuff i mean that it's a possibility and i think kier is reincarnated over and over into his own the, son and wow. that he, that the egan we saw is the original, original. kier egan and that wow. severance is it's somehow like, like foundation. A, a way to technology yeah. technic tech tech up that that type, i don't know anyway I could get way out there. I've thought about this a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I do like you had mentioned earlier about like the uh, refiners and the numbers and everything. Um, it reminded me yeah, in Scientology, there is that mm -hmm. session, right? That you do auditing, auditing, right? Yeah. Um, that's very, very similar to, to what they're doing. So yeah, I'm curious. real convinced that that MDR is all about taking out these parts of your brain. That's why they work on, intuition right why they can't know what they're working on so it's encoded in numbers um but the fact that yeah it's very specifically if you look when they're organizing into the five boxes there are four abbreviated sections for each box i don't know what each box is right that's an interesting mystery i think uh wait there are four tempers right four you, tempers you yep. whoa yeah, what, are, what are they do whoa you, do you while I didn't. I didn't memorize them. There's four tempers and nine virtues. Um, Such a cult. Yeah. No, it is. It's very much a cult. So I think. Yeah. I think the the numbers. I I, I I'm so terribly convinced that they're just brainwashing themselves. I love that. That's uh, that's hilarious. Oh that wow. That's that's nuts. <laughs> oh my god. Come they're all work, broken come, people. Come work for Severance. You'll be doing great things. I.e. brainwashing yourself. Yeah. And then I think Damn. the reason they apologize for the harm they've caused the world is because they've prevented their true self from being able to come out and affect the world in a positive way because all cults believe that they will change they the world. Change the, the world. I mean, that's oh. what gets you to cult status. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so I just looked up the four tempers, right? Or uh -huh. the four temperaments. Um, so the four types are sanguine, uh, choleric, melancholic, and phlegmatic. Are those um, the Egan ones, though, or are those just some... Um, because those do not sound like what we heard in the Hall of Perpetuity, which <laughs> I hate yeah. to get semantic about it, but... 
Yeah, yeah, no. I think th- this is just like the Wikipedia for the the four main personalities, I believe. Um, the four humors. Um, but I, it's just interesting that we also have four people in MDR, right? Oh, so yeah, it, yeah, it makes yeah, you, yeah. It makes you... And each of them have a very, it seems like... A, Personality-wise, a very specific function in that department, right? Woe, um, frolic, like, dread, and malice. Mm. So, yeah, we see a W-O, an F-R, a D-R, and a M-A. So is Heli malice? Well, I don't think they're... I I, I don't think they represent necessarily... But they could, yeah, in a way. Yeah. Because, like, she's the replacement for PD, right? And PD ended up... Petey was great, though. They all loved Petey. Right, but then he's rebelled, and now Heli was brought in, who has rebelled even harder. But she was brought in for this project by the Egans to well, no, humanize was, the Innies. Sure, but she was also brought in to replace Petey because he was Or was Petey brought out so that they could bring Heli? Like, why is it it's so convenient that Heli has a spot to come into? Right. Are there, well, we know there are other offices because there's right. the book that takes place in Topeka. Um, so, so yeah, I mean, I guess there could have been other offices, but why does MDR only have four? It could be that in a way, I, I think any uh, correlation between each character and a temper is probably more thematic than in world mm. important. Like, I don't think Lumen is picking people based on tempers. I think they're totally. picking broken people who yeah. are willing to put themselves through this and then brainwashing them through the process. The one, but the one with out. the child, um, Dylan. Dylan. We obviously, all we know about Dylan on the outside is he has a kid. Yeah. Right. So out three. of his three kids. So out of all four of them, he doesn't really fit the profile of being broken. It's an interesting question. Because he has three kids. I mean, unless like I, COVID, I think, really kind of reiterated this with parents and, and kids. Because when COVID happened and schools <laughs> were shut down, you would hear your coworkers, your kids like, fuck, I hate my kids. Yeah, I need to get in uh, the I office. need to get away. So I wonder maybe that's why he decided to get set. Well, no. I mean, that, who knows? He might that doesn't hate- make sense because you would want to – know that you're away from, I don't know. It would, yeah. Bizarre. I mean, it's bizarre. I think it's interesting though, because they did comment on that and that like, once you find out, once you have a kid, it totally suppose, you know, that changes your, I don't have, I don't have kids. None of us have kids. None that I'm aware. Yeah. Not that we're aware of, which is, <laughs> I think the important part is that you have to be aware of them. And that's the thing we learn with Dylan. Right. He's this guy that's like, oh yeah, I'm getting laid all the time. As soon as he finds out he has a kid, he doesn't Everything, care about work anymore. Right, uh, right. I think the quote from the writer was, "Once you know you have a kid, a finger trap is a finger trap." Yeah, like yeah, it doesn't matter anymore. And I, th- yeah. I, I mean, we didn't talk a lot about Dylan in this, but man, I think true hero of that final episode, like he resisted all the extra parties. <laughs> yeah. By the way, the, sure the super reward, the waffle, the waffle party. What the fuck was the waffle party? <laughs> and why My would God. you have to be severed for that? Jesus. <laughs> no, but I think that's a good question. Like, what is that's the hilarious. waffle party? And it's a sex orgy. It's a sex orgy yeah. for a two-year-old. I mean, in a in a sense, I mean, you give somebody a waffle party that's been alive for a year. They're an adult, but like they have no idea what's going on. All yeah, that waffle party, then. that whole thing was wow. Yeah. That was surprising. I bet there's a lot of stuff in there that we could learn about the Egans if from I haven't rewatched that episode or looked up anything about it, but 
you know, there were women. That was episode. It was the f- second to last episode. Right. Yeah. yeah. Episode eight, I think. Yeah. yeah. And that was Dylan's yeah. fourth waffle party. <laughs> yeah. Well, if you think about it, it's a great method of control. Like uh, that perk would push all the Sex right buttons, and so to speak. Yeah, I mean, think about it, right? Um, Sweet. You gotta to keep people working. You gotta give them good enough incentive. And yeah, so even though mentally he's only been aware for what, a year, physically though he's still a grown dude, right? So he's a grown. He's still man. he's still gonna have, you know, I would think adult urges and whatever. So I mean, he talks about. I, it all I think the it's time. quite just. A, yeah, exactly. So yeah, I I think it's it's uh yeah it's just a good method of control. Do you think that a waffle party is the same for everybody, or do you think that's Dylan's waffle Ooh, party? I'm inclined to think it's the question. same because we also find out that what they read their innies about their Audis is just the same list. Yeah. Oh yeah, the same your bullshit. Audi is kind. Your Audi <laughs> is right. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's get into bowl predictions here. Um, oh. Liam, you kind of already went with, uh, you know, Heli will be an Egan to start and the board is not human. Mm, Anything yeah. else you want to add to that? Yeah. Well, then we'll wait <laughs> to get to you. Christian, go ahead. What is your bold prediction? Oh, please, man. Uh, real quick, Larry, Larry yeah. and Christian, please don't script out season two to me. <laughs> Keep well, it like one or two fucking sentences. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> God, I, I you know, I, do you, uh, you go, Ravi. I gotta think. I don't know. That's yeah. Do you? It have could go in. Oh yeah, I have. A, I have a bold one. <clears throat> I oh, my bold predictions. I I don't like to do specifics with the show. I like to kind of keep oh. it contained to this podcast. Okay, so that's <clears throat> tame. Tame. No, no, no. I think it's a good one. I think it's a good one. I believe <laughs> that Michael will be severely saddened. By season two, <laughs> so right, in a negative right, light, that's almost as bad. Oh. That's almost as bad as a junior just predicting someone dies. Oh, and Helly will <laughs> okay, die. That's just a joke right at this point, though. Like I, I just, I, just I know. Troll. I want, I want real predictions though for the show. For the show, that's okay. So here's the, here's the prediction. Yeah. I think the next season is going to follow a different crew. And I nice. don't think we're gonna. I don't think we're going to be given the satisfaction of we left you fuckers on a cliffhanger. Here's your reward for you. It's gonna be no, 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 no. Let's uh, let's let's hurt you all a lot. <laughs> Maybe we'll get to I, it in uh, season three. <laughs> but the actors are all confirmed to be back. I don't think anyone's confirmed. Oh, right now. I thought you said that they all were. I believe when it ended, I was like, oh I my god. I believe it. Nothing is confirmed. But while you give okay, me your yeah, question, yeah. let me look it up. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to assume they're all back and they are the main characters. I also think, here's my bold prediction. I think it's, I don't think it's, it's right, but it's bold. Uh, I think our four MDR characters have all been severed a second time and they're the second hidden personality. They're the board. Oh, dang. <laughs> Wait, they're their own board? Oh, my yeah. gosh. That's yeah, hilarious. That takes it's like a, that so idea it's of like like a, owning your own business to the, to the yeah, extreme. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Oh, man. Yeah, so yeah, that's my bold prediction. <laughs> I, I have a million bold predictions, but just for the fun of it, I'm going to go with, uh, I think that we'll find out that his sister and her husband are both severed personalities, and there's something about Mark... Ooh. Uh, that has this much surveillance on him because why? What's Harmony's 
obsession? Why is she the only one living in this complex with him? He does mention like, oh, is this complex? But then it didn't like pan out or something. Super weird. Super yeah. weird. And so, the show's so weird already that it's hard to know <laughs> if that's just weird writing or. So quick, it's clear. not confirmed. I think you're right. It's not confirmed right. that like Adam Scott and and cast will come back. It's speculated that they will, but oh, okay. there is no confirmation. Well, my that. initial thought was like, oh yeah, we won't see them next season. It, next season will be about the Audis, such as his sister and brother-in-law trying to get into lumen and downstairs and we yeah. find out at the end of the second season what downstairs is when we see our heroes all stuck down there living uh, a life of eternal pain in hell with goats with goats Lots yeah the goats. goats they'll be in the goats that's yeah, we, what the we goats didn't talk are for. about the fucking goats they're for putting personalities into i think the goats are a representation of tom that's brady nuts. So they're trying to clone oh, Tom. Yeah. So they're trying to clone Tom Brady, and unfortunately, they just keep getting fucking goats. Is this what that Paul Netflix show? What was that one called? Oh, uh, the one where he's a clone, clone and, uh, and Tom Brady was. Oh, was I never saw it. that. It wasn't good. It was funny. Oh, it wasn't good. It was all right. I wanted to see it. It was oh. a movie, right? It was a TV show where he's a clone. No, that was really good. Yeah, it was great. It was a Netflix show. Yeah, I watched that all in one time. Yeah, I don't remember what it was called because it was so good. No, but it was. It was, uh, uh, what was that? If only we had these devices that could look things up for us. No, no, don't do it. Just guess. We're just going to guess the name of this show. (laughs) There's no way. It's like, uh, it's called Goaty McGoaterson. Duplex. Is it Duplex? No. Wasn't it like Mirror Man or Man in the Mirror? It's Living with Yourself. Living with Yourself. Yeah. That was close. Oh, man. I had. Forgot about that, but that was awesome at the time. Um, so you're okay. Yeah, I mean, I've got a thousand. I could talk for another hour on bold just predictions. bold predictions. Well, unfortunately, we're not going to be able to figure out who's right, who's wrong until late twenty twenty three. Oh man, that's the what? Is this worse be, or better than be Attack on Titan? Um, when's Attack on Titan coming? I don't know, but I don't know if I... 2023, which is very vague. Could be January 1st, could be December 31st. I mean, either we will be blessed where Attack on Titan comes out and then ends and then like Severance starts, or we're going to be tortured and they'll both come out at the same time. Oof. Which is I only have capacity for one at a time. That's like a waffle party. <laughs> yeah, it is a waffle party. If I had to predict, I think we'll get Attack on Titan early yeah. 2023. And I, Severance late. I agree. That would be interesting. That's what Bookends to the year. Bookends to the best year ever. I have a bold prediction, even though I haven't watched the show yet. You can't have a bold <laughs> Season two won't come out until 2024. Get out. You're fired. The only way that that could potentially you. happen, and I don't want to jinx it by saying it, but I'll say it. Is if we go into like a lockdown between now and then, and even then, probably not. Do you, wait? Are we gonna go into a lockdown? Well, I, I do have a question. Yeah, is there? Have they said how long the writing for the first season took place? Because I'm always interested when a first season comes out. I want to say five. This is like been, a second de- season comes. This out. has been in development for like five years. Okay, is what so they well, no, he on- so he had this as a script five years ago and it's been sitting on the blacklist for a uh, while, but okay. I don't think they spent five years in active development right. on the show. Well, now did. he has said he's done a lot of writing. Like yeah. he's written a lot of stories that get went nowhere, but 
I, I think only maybe a couple of years. Well, so for, from a production standpoint, uh, it took them about eight months. So they're basing the late 2023 um, on the idea that if, because Ben Stiller said he hopes to start production end of 2022, early 2023. And I would imagine so. that Dan has written a lot of the second season already based on what the interviews that I've read and how Ben talk Ben talks about him in a way that's very nice, but I think I get the impression that Dan just has a million ideas and gives them all, which is awesome. <laughs> I think that's why we get the show we get. Cause we have Ben who's like, no, let's focus here. And Dan who's <laughs> yeah. like, what about these? Let's introduce the wizard <laughs> aliens. I've never heard the guy talk. The he could be soup. boring and un, energetic he, for like all he, I know. But. No, he's like a uh, typical like uh, office type worker where he's very kind of like well-dressed glasses and kind <laughs> of like protector. pen protector. Yeah. And like oh can, can cite the company code. I like, mean, that makes sense. Hey, I'm yeah. sitting right here. Okay. Arjuna, you are <laughs> nowhere near a company pen protector uh, person. Yeah. So oh, good. real quick. You know, be a fun exercise. There's four of us. Mm. Let's assign ourselves characters in MDR. Let's go. I, Arjuna's I'm, definitely Frank uh, Taturo. <laughs> Irving. Yeah. yeah, Arjuna's Irving. Irving. Are, you guys, are you guys making fun of me? I, nope. No, no. You oh. are. No, you, I love you, Irving's you awesome. You like are, you're for the you're company Falcone's lines. You're And you, yeah, you're like, you're for com- like the company goals and everything. You're, you're goal oriented. You take pride in your work and doing the work as it should be done. Do you guys mm. just call me stupid? No. No. <laughs> if that's what you got from that, then yeah. <laughs> Who is uh so who's Krishna then? I think Krishna is Dylan. That's what I would have picked too. Then based on um, based on who I've assigned to you two. Oh, who so I think Ravi's, yeah, yeah, I'm not gonna sign Ravi's, myself. Ravi's Heli. Yes. And I think Lerman's Mark. I am and, not offended, but surprised. I do feel like a heli. I feel actually. like a heli. Yeah. I think we all maybe feel like a heli. I feel no. like a heli. But for those of us who haven't watched the show, who plays uh, which of these characters? Uh, Heli's played by a wonderful actress who I don't remember the name of. Um, <laughs> nice, <laughs> but nice, wonderful, nice, nice. wonderful actress. But I also don't know she who is Dylan is played by, even though I've seen him in other things. Only people I know are so, John Turturro as Irving and uh, Adam Scott as Mark Scout. Where the hell is the... Oh, it's on the side. I hate the iPad app for IMDb. Just throwing that out there. Anyway. I don't use the uh, app. Britt Lower um, plays Heli. Zach Cherry plays Dylan. Adam Scott plays Mark. Um, and Tramel Tillman um, plays Milchek. He's been in some... What else has he been in? Because he does not look like Milchek in anything else that he's um, in. His most notable, notable um, roles, uh, Hunters some 2020 movie that came out mm. um dietland and elementary a cbs show with lucy Liu. oh oh that's oh, like yeah, the elementary. modern day sherlock holmes yep. one i watched oh, that all go. the way through maybe that's where i've seen him i think this is like a lot of people because he's only got a total of six credits on imdb as an actor yeah, well, so. I think he does phenomenal. He does a great, great, great job. Great job. Um, Terrifying. But Zach Cherry is interesting because uh, you probably know him from Shang-Chi. Uh, he is on the bus vlogging 
uh, the, the entire blogger. fight scene that happens there. Yeah. Oh, he's also in another. Yeah. He's, isn't he <laughs> also right. in another one doing a um, blog? What else is he? Two Marvel movies. Going through yeah, his he, yeah, you're right, Michael. I don't remember what the... F- it was one before Shang-Chi, but I forget what that was. I think it was Avengers. Black Widow? Oh. Uh, he's not listed. Oh, well, he does a not. lot of stuff, so I got to scroll here. But yeah, I've, I, he's one of those, like, that guy, you know... Oh, he's in uh, Netflix's show You. He's also oh, in Netflix's show Living With Yourself with Paul Rudd. Oh, yeah. Oh. got that. He's been in, like, Coincidence. Coincidence. <laughs> he's great. All of them are great. Oh, he's in yeah, Spider Man. They're they're great. Twenty seventeen Spider Man. Right, Spider Man. Do um, a backflip. Yep. Uh, I think, and I, I think if really, no, I'm not even. They all did great. They're, I, I don't think they all did amazing, but I think they all did. Great. I think they did. I, I would, like, I think the best is definitely Adam Scott because that's obviously who we're following, and we see both sides of his character. And I think he did a really good job portraying, you know, a very broken individual and a real kind of, we got to get the work done. Let's go team type workplace individual. Yeah. So I think he did a fantastic job. There's an, in, yeah, I don't, I never mind. I know you guys probably got to go. I, I could, we could have a special edition after talk about this. <laughs> well, well, what we'll do is we will just uh, have you talk to yourself. Yeah, no, I do that already. Now I'm excited that I get to talk to other people about it. Uh, Christian, you are oh. bald, so you will go last. Michael. Yeah. Was Severance good? No. That's a lie. It was amazing. It's my pick for best show of 2022 so far. Oh, wow. I've so watched... Good. All but the last two, three times already. Oh wow! Yeah, I've only watched. I've watched the first half, like the first four episodes. I think two times now. Yeah, I loved it. I think it's great. I think it's it's the perfect mix of everything I love about a show, which is uh, questions, lots of questions, mm-hmm. mystery, well built, well designed sets, well acted, and um, suspenseful and and weird. I just love weird culty shit. <laughs> you should uh, check out this uh, upcoming documentary uh, I have called a, Georgetown. I have a for you. Oh, Ooh, Jonestown. 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 Sorry. Drinking Jonestown, the Kool-Aid. Yeah. yeah, if you like yep. cults. I do. Oh, man. Or, or WeWork. That's another one. Oh, yeah. We Ooh. do a lot of... My company has a lot of WeWorks. But I'm also in a D&D campaign about cannibal cults. <laughs> oh, you are? Yeah. Should probably play that. It's, it's been sometime. it's been restarted a couple to, yeah. times, but we'll get there eventually. As, as any, cult. I, I'll restart it one more time, and you'll start as M, uh, MDR people. Awesome. Ooh, well, yeah, there. I'm down whenever you want. But yeah, I loved it. So, uh, Ravi, <laughs> nope. But you said he was last. I know I messed it up. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> By him being last, he should have gone first. <laughs> right. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, Whoops. yeah. Oh, well. Krishna was Severance, season one, episodes one through ten, nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three. Uh, good. Oh, yes. It was amazing. Easy. Very easy, yes. Um. And uh, for all the same reasons that you listed, Michael, but then also I think the potential of it, that mm. it could go in any direction. Um, the It's just oozing with potential. And I'm, I'm so curious to see where it goes. Uh, 
it's it'd also be a little sad it won't be sad but like when you're done with it because there's so many ways it could go and whatever path it goes it would kill all these other possibilities all these alternate theories that we have or you know the alternate mm-hmm. timelines that we've created but that's not a bad thing uh they'll do a great job so i can't wait um ravi was season one of severance good to you after a lot of consideration and thanking the fans I've decided, wait, no. Yes, it was good. Oh, good. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, it was wonderful. Uh, It is nice to see something not big franchise. And Apple TV, they have a lot of misses. Like a lot. (laughs) (laughs) Like, holy fuck, a lot of misses. Really? Oh, yeah. I mean, uh, uh, Servant, uh, C... Um, <laughs> that other one with uh, Aaron Paul that I can't remember the oh, fucking the name of. No, that was Amazon. That was uh, Hulu. Hulu. Um, yeah. The Morning Show. The Wait, Morning the Show morning season show? two kind of like took a massive poop on itself. Uh, the first season was great. The first season was great, but like this, this is a a nice something different, um, original story that you know has a lot of potential. Now, do we know if Apple was with this from beginning to end, or did they pick it up mm. at the end, and will they make it something else for season two? <laughs> That's a great I point. I'm, I, I believe their model works where they pick something from the get-go. Yeah. As That's what I thought, to like too. Somebody goes and shoots it and then runs yeah. out of funding or is ditched or whatever. I mean, I'm not aware of anything that I they've f- put out. I thought that they had maybe I'm just thinking of movies, but I thought that they had one or oh, two. Oh yeah, that I, I know. Can't think I know with the the movies, they will definitely like, especially when COVID was at its peak and nothing was in theaters. They were shopping around and they were pulling stuff in. But for the original stuff, when they put Apple TV Plus original, I believe it's from start to finish. Okay, so There's, I have a little info here. Um, so they started. You know, Ben Stiller got the script in 2017. Um, and that is when he invited Adam Scott to star in it. And then about two and a half years later in November of 2019 is when Apple TV gave Severance a series order. Okay. So then, yeah, that makes so sense. They were pre-production. So they from, 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 Yeah, they obviously yeah. weren't involved in probably a lot of the pre-production, but I think they gave it the order and then... They gave it the order. You yeah. Know? So yeah. it's not like they, it was. this was developed and then sold. This yeah. was was bought to order by Apple specifically. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Everything, yeah, everything I've read makes it sound like they spent a decent a chunk of time just playing around together with Well, I, I know COVID slowed things down. Yeah. As it Yeah, did yeah, everything. it was going to come out yeah. a lot earlier. It was just supposed to come out a lot lot earlier. Like Adam Scott even said like, yeah, he'd been sitting and waiting and obviously <laughs> with COVID they couldn't do stuff, so. Which is interesting cuz it's almost a very COVID friendly shoot. It looks like, I mean, because again, you have only a couple people sure, at a time, but and a, you have to also always remember crew and well, right? Yeah, unlike but, that other terrible movie that we reviewed last week, the bubble, the bubble. Oh, I was in a COVID movie, not about COVID, but shot during COVID. You did. When is that coming out? I don't know, but the soundtrack is now available on Spotify and Apple Music as of a couple like a last week. Do you want to let people know Ooh. what they should search for to find it? Or <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, name uh, the name of the movie is As Real As You Make It from American Zoetrope Productions. Um, Joseph Nelms directing. He was fantastic. 
but yeah, you can check out the soundtrack, which has a very classic. Uh, I mean, the whole movie is based on like the classic Hollywood. Oh, nice. Uh, you know, 30s, 40s, and that's what the soundtrack sounds like. It's very well done. I listened to it a couple of times actually already. Nice. That's your plug for being on the pod. Appreciate it. Thank you. <laughs> we made sure to do it at the very end. So yeah. you know, <laughs> the amount of people that will hear it is maximized. Wow. Maximize. What a dick. And that's going to do it for us here on Was It Good? As always, you know, thank you, Michael, for jumping in. Yeah. Arjuna, thank you for jumping on and producing. You can always find us on the internet at www.youtube.com slash was it good? where we put the full episodes and some cutdowns from the pod there. We also are on TikTok and Instagram at was it good pod on Twitter at was it good? Our next pod is going to be um, on the Nicholas Cage, Pedro Pascal duo film of the century. Unbearable weight. Unbearable weight of acting. Massive talent. Massive talent. I think. <laughs> I think I was. Ga- I kind of want this movie just to be called the Nicolas Cage movie, but that's oh, not man. that cool. So that's what we'll be doing. Oh, I'm excited about that movie. Oh, same here. Same here. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs>